Well, hello. Good evening, good day, good morning, whenever you're listening to us. Hi, how are you doing? We're back for another episode of this. Yes, it's the two favorite voices you've been longing to hear. That and a motherfucking kitchen sink. Let's get it. All right, I need a quick check-in. How are you doing, Mr. Terry? Woo! We're back on our shenanigans. I am doing fabulous. My birthday was recently, like, I went on a trip to Denver. I got my life. I was um, high off of one of God's greens, you know? If you know what I mean. I was about to say, yes, yeah, you were just a business out here in these streets. Anyways, child. And, you know, we was just we was just off of, you know, I'm just smoking what the earth provide for us, you know. Um because it is natural, all natural. There is nothing to it. There's nothing manufactured about it. Yes. All right. But other than that, I am now the rightful age of twenty-four. Woo woo! The last year before I say we are in our mid-twenties. Yikes. I don't know how to feel about that. But, you know, it's a thing. <clears throat> but how's it been with you, friend? What you been up to recently? Oh, my gosh. Like, I was having a conversation with my mom about how, like, this is, like, the first time in, like, a while that I've been, like, fully at peace. And, like, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing in my mm, life. Come on, peace. Like, listen we love it we love it here um i definitely am getting more and more um antsy about just sitting on my gifts like i'm really trying to like fully fledge myself into like songwriting again because i took a little bit of a break so it's been really fun Mm. um literally waking up in the night and being like oh my god i need to like type out these lyrics real quick so i'll remember them in the morning Um, come on so like yes. we had a conversation like dr mighty moss clock listen period y'all getting up. up y'all are getting up and y'all gonna stick it right. We don't do average. We don't do basic. Y'all gonna sing these notes right, and then y'all go back to bed. Um, but I, you got two I don't even know if you remember this, but we were talking about me writing for a specific someone, and I was like, they don't know me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and put these lyrics together, just in case I ever bump into them. Because um, uh, <laughs> this person, you know, they just come out with the EP. I don't want to name drop, because I don't want to jinx myself. But I was just like, why not? Like, Why not just go ahead and just have a little demo and then by the chance that i run into this person i'd be like oh here let me just send this real quick pay me my money so um, i'm just like really learning yes um i'm really learning uh trusting one spirit and oneself um and understanding Mm. that like there is um a discipline when it comes to that um i recently met a post that said um um you can't pour out until you fill in um, so I'm really working on Ooh. like filling in with oneself. So yeah, that's why. Come on, yes. Hallelujah. Well, get that out. Hallelujah. But let's go ahead and move on over to our 
Take, Take it or leave it, Sherry. Thank you, Lord. That is the new int- like. By the way, <laughs> when you go back and hear this, you that every time we um, do that. I had already extracted the clip. No, but I had already extracted the clip of your last take it or leave it when you was real warm and like it was going to be official but I'm going to take this one out <laughs> um, yes so let's hop right on in shall we first things first I'm the realist second thing there's no place like home to watch Kiki Palmer Wanda Sykes, Loretta Devine and Jack A. Harry in a live virtual taper read of 227 this is according to The Root so, coming up, folks. Um, so, there's supposedly have been this thing of uh, Zoom where it happens, a series of live table readings. Um, I must have been under somebody's rock because I never knew this was happening. Um, but they're in the third, third episode of it, and they're getting ready to do a table read of the 80s sitcom. 227 with Kiki Palmer, Wanda Sykes, Loretta Devine, Latanya Richardson Jackson, and Blair Underwood will be reenacting an episode of the iconic sitcom. Um, the reading will be hosted by OG227 co star Jackie Harry, directed by Christine Swanson, and produced by Emmy nominee Stephanie Allen. Um, yes, so. This is an official press release sent to The Root. They said for the third installment of Zoom Where It Happens, Palmer will play Sandra, Sykes will portray Pearl, Richardson will portray Mary, Divine will assume the role of Rosalie, and Underwood will appear as multiple male characters. The production team of the series also includes Richardson Jackson, Ryan Bathe, Aisha Hines, Cynthia Erivo, Tessa Thompson, Carrie Washington, Rashida Jones, Stephanie, and Quentin James, Channing, Dungey, Karen Richardson, and Issa Rae, and Ava DuVernay. Okay, are we going to take it or leave it, friend? Um, I'm going to take it, because what I think is really, really cool about it is that um, with each reading that they do, there's um, basically like a quick PSA um, throughout the episode. So like the last episode that they did was um, an homage to Friends. And when you logged on to the Zoom, they were, like, giving out information about um, making sure you're registered to vote, like, knowing where your polling sites are in your area. And I love Time that. out. Before we, before we even move forward in this here podcast, your registration, your time for registrations to vote is closing. Um, it is now October 5th of this here podcast. Um, as we were recording, and several states have already closed. So make sure you are very much informed. I need you to VOTE in this here election. Because when I say I refuse, hear me clearly, and my FBI agent watching through their cam, I refuse to sit through another presidency of this tyrant, this fascist, this naive, this polarizing, this Cheeto, this hot dog of a president. I refuse to sit through another turn. 
So make sure you vote. Also, I continue to implore you, make sure you vote in your local elections as well. Like several Senate seats are up. Governorships are up. Like North Carolina, hello, we got a governor election this season. So I need us to wake and bake, okay? As you were saying, friend. What I think is great about what you just said is that um, it's important that you vote like how your posts are on your Facebook and your Instagram. Make sure those same statuses relate to the parties and the people that you're voting for because out of your mouth, Mm. the heart speaks. So make sure that your mouth is matching what your heart says. And some of us people out here, we're tired of the performative spirit that we've been seeing up in these streets. (laughs) Be about the allyship that you speak of. I'm going to go ahead and continue so I don't get stuck. Um, What I think is very important is that it's really cool to watch us um, curate content um, that kind of wasn't really created for us. Like, it's cool to see us put our spin on things because, like, for instance, I said this all the day long. I do not like Friends. I've never been a fan of Friends. Um, but you will always catch me watching, like, a Girlfriends or the Parkers or one-on-one because that was true comedy, not someone being average. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't want to say nobody. Um, Period. If it's for you, it's for you, but it just never was for me. Like, I just could never get into it. I didn't think the jokes fail the way they needed to fall. So it is what it is. So it's really cool to see mm-hmm. black people do it and do it better. Um, if I'm just being honest, like the week before that, they did Golden Girls and um, they had the guy who went viral for singing his version of um, Thank You for Being a Friend. He came on and did the theme song again. Um, and again, it's just black magic. So like to hear about them doing another production of another show that like didn't have our voices there or it did, but you know, to see us recreate mm-hmm. it again, recreate that magic. Yes. That's amazing. So I'm for I'm if I'm if I'm at home, if I'm not at a rehearsal, I'm definitely I'm gonna be a part and I'm gonna be in the room where it happens or the zoom where it happens. Come on, the zoom where it happens. I'm gonna go ahead and take it really quickly because also I want to acknowledge our good sis Kiki Palmer. I'm gonna get close to the mic, friends. Because when I say this sis stays in multiple bags, there She's is not mongo. one bag. This <laughs> what? Like sis will always have a check, a check from different sources. I mean, from hosting to acting to singing. I, no, she hasn't done a Broadway stand, has she? Oh, uh, she, she sure did. She played Cinderella. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like y'all. <laughs> oh gosh. For my TV screens to feature films, like y'all, sis has. I think she has pretty much gone for everything. I'm trying to think if there is one medium she has not crossed into. The only thing would be your adult star at this point, like. <laughs> And like she's yes, talented, friend. like it's it's like she literally stays in her bag, and like she does things well. Like I was looking at her um, Instagram where she did her um, Deborah Cox challenge, where they sing "How Did You Get Here." She killed it, yeah. like killed it. And like I remember watching her on Nickelodeon, for, um, True Jackson VP, and to see how far she's come, like which was my motherfucking this, show. Literally, like she since she was 
eight, she has been in front of our faces. And so I really need people to put the accolations beside her name because she's deserving of it. I mean, y'all need the to fact put that she really has won awards. Period. Period. Ooh. Period. I'm going to say it. Y'all need to be putting more respect on our dark-skinned sisters because they deserve that. We owe that to them. Because again, I don't see average when I see mm. Kiki Palmer. Sis stays in her bag. She stays with the At beats. All. <laughs> with all of them. Okay, folks. We're going to go ahead and move past that one. But otherwise, I mean, I didn't necessarily like, grow up on 227, but I've seen like, you know, um, episodes here and there. And also, let's just be talk about the legend that is J.K. Harry as well, Ooh. because sis really don't get the flowers that she deserves. And I refuse to wait till she is no longer with us to give her her flowers. Like from two two seven to sister sister to what else she got picked up on? She got picked up on some other things. I don't think they like had that long of a run as like two two seven and sister sister. But sis sis got it. Okay, and give her her flowers and give her her respect. Moving on, as we bring down the mood a little bit, we want to give our flowers to. Thomas Jefferson Bird. Um, you may know him for co-starring in several Spike Lee films. Um, unfortunately, it is reported that he was shot um, over the weekend. Um, he was 70 years old when he passed in Southwest Atlanta. Um, we're not going to go into the details of his murder, but let's just also talk about some of the things that he has been able to Accomplish. Um, Mr. Bird um, has been in several, um, like I said, Spike Lee movies. Um, I mean, the man has just, he's been on Set It Off, uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, Living Single, In the Heat of Night, um, some other movie, I'm not sure. And Oh, yeah. And let's not also forget, in 2003, he was nominated for a Tony Award for Best Feature Actor for his work in Ma Rainey's Bottom on Broadway. So, sis had, I mean, sis, Jesus, I'm so sorry. Sir has had a well, you know, long in career. As you see, I'm going to go ahead and take it. You know, we just hate to see another one go. Um, Like I said, I'm not going to, like, go into the details of his passing, because um, you can look that up on your own. But <laughs> we just want to give him his flowers. Any other words you want to say, Brian, really quickly? No, literally, I think you covered everything. I just wanted to just hold space for this beautiful man and all that he contributed um, to this industry and to this world. So let's just hold space for yeah. him. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on. Um now, this next take it or leave it. Um is like a twofold. So <laughs> the topic is she has been on our very lips for all kinds of reasons. And I will say for all the right reasons. Um Megan the motherfucking stallion. 
And there's two reasons why. There's two separate occasions in why she's making this take it or leave it. So, first of all, I want to, shall we take it or leave it, that Megan makes Time's list of 100 most influential people. Like, I'm going to take it. Because when I say sis has been everywhere for all the right reasons and influencing the girls, I mean, that's the girls and the girls, honey. Like, everybody in between on the spectrum to just live their motherfucking best lives, to be on their hot girl summer shit, to also encouraging us to because let's not forget sis was also getting her education while she was living this whole mainstream life like if nothing else yes this is this is the woman that we want to follow you know what megan the stallion for 2024 period i'm gonna say that now you gonna take it or leave it brian um I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it for this this one reason, this reason alone. Um, Megan has been through a lot this year. She's been through a lot. Um, and I know while I was at work today, <laughs> don't hate me for this. Um, but I was looking at this um critique who critiqued her um performance of Savage um Ooh. on the SNL uh sketch show, and it was amazing. Um we go get to that. That's that whole different take it or leave it. <laughs> I was about to you can't be cutting me off. I was I was going somewhere. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry for it. And hopefully I'm not ticking what you're going to say, but um, there is a strength that comes for that comes from being able to use your platform and say protect black women when you yourself. Um, have fallen under the hand of not being protected. Go there, Brian. You know what? And We're just going to have right both of them together. Yes, like, go ahead. Continue. Literally seeing her stand on the stage and having Malcolm X speech about the most underappreciated woman being a Black, un, un, the most underappreciated person in the world being a Black woman and seeing her stand there when we know all the stuff that she's gone through with he who should not be named because I'm I'm not going to use this platform to say his name. Um, there's a certain strength that at comes all. from that, and and the fact that he still out of his mouth can't apologize, but also can't even acknowledge. All he's trying to do is make a sale off of it, capitalize off of it. When literally you should have been protecting this black woman. And so for me, there's a certain strength that comes from that, and I think also too it reminds me how much of this community, how much of this world, how much of entertainment has literally been given from the backs of Black women. And that's all that that performance showed me. That's all that it showed that's me. It. So that's why you're going to hear me continually say, we need to be protecting our Black women. We need to be protecting our Black trans women. We need to be protecting women, period. There needs to be no more excuses. <laughs> There need, there's no more excuses. You can't give me a good enough excuse. Protect black women because the most underappreciated person in this world is the black woman. The most unprotected people in this world is black women. They are told to be small, to be quiet, not to rise. Oops. 
So we must stand in solidarity with them. We must stand with our arms reached out saying, no, I got this, sis. You ain't got to worry about it. Let them be soft, but let them be strong when they want to. Because they can do it all by themselves because they have time oh. and time Ooh. again. They have proof sure again and again. And they don't need us Negroes. They have proven again and again they don't need us Negroes, okay? Truly, we are their side candy. We are their arm candy. We've been having it food that we're the other way around. Nah, we are their arm candy. We are their trophy husbands or trophy partners, wherever the case may be. Huh. Black women rule the world. And that's that on that. If you don't like it, take it up with your nearest Karen. Moving on. But that's all. I didn't want to spend too long on a take or leave it today. I feel like those were some really just great things to just drop into your ear. Um, but yes. So shall we go ahead and move on to our main discussion for today? Can we Mr. just take Johnson. a breath first? Because I'm honestly not ready. <laughs> I know you did not just yawn on this podcast. No. Um, it was more like a, a a very well, a very like interesting well sound. Anywho, moving on. DeBryant, uh, Speaking of not needing us Negroes, let's talk about the Negroes, shall we? Again, I need to take another breath. Help me, Lord. So as you can see by today's title, we are talking and discussing the idea of what the world has shaped to be one of the most problematic ideologies that the male species subscribe to. Um, And that's this idea of masculinity. Um, I didn't want to say necessarily toxic masculinity because, you know, there's still nuances to masculinity. There is very much things to unpack. There's layers. There's levels to this shit, if I may say so myself. Um, so we don't want to say all of masculinity, throw it in the trash, but there's aspects of masculinity that I feel like we should kind of like pick into a little bit, you know, dissect, pick apart, um, shed some light on, on today. So, Dwight, should you lead us into this journey? Who? okay. Um, so what's been really interesting is that I've been reaching out to some people about their, um, ideas their concepts of what masculinity is um and i want to start off with the definition that i found that i looked up on um our good friend Merriam webster um and it says this come on Merriam. it says the definition is the quality of nature of the male sex the quality state or degree of being masculine or manly now the thing that I immediately think about 
(laughs) (laughs) is that when we think of the word masculine or feminine, in my mind, you immediately go to a template of what you've seen and have connected with as being masculine or feminine. And has already subscribed subconsciously or either consciously to a gender. So for some people, there is a trauma that comes with that word. There's already a mental battle that is igniting within themselves because of an experience they have had in the template or the example of masculinity. Because for me, Mm. I can see masculine as soft, but I also can see masculinity as someone who prays well well in church, but also goes home and beats the heck out of their wife. Because again, for certain people, that's the template that they have seen. They have seen mama get beat up by her boyfriend or by her husband. And again, that's not me trying to call anybody out. You know, this is your shoe, wear it. But again, there we have to be so careful when we think about gender norms. Because again, for some people, all they all they can connect with is trauma. Mm. And like, let's let's talk about this idea of trauma at the hands of those who subscribe to masculinity um, and associate it with a gender. Um, okay, for those who are listening to us, I know I'm saying a lot, but let's let me backtrack here. So let's just do a quick refresher that. There are more than two genders. Um, people do not have to subscribe to being male or female. Um, being male or female does not inherently mean that you want to present your way, I mean present yourself in a masculine or feminine nature just simply due to the gender, okay? Um So, yes, this is why I say, oh, at the hands of people who subscribe to masculinity and subscribe to it as associated with the gender. So, the trauma. Oh, (laughs) go ahead. I didn't even know. No, keep going. I'm just holding my thought. Okay, okay. I just just hold my finger (laughs) so I don't forget the thought. The trauma that a lot of people come associated with. or a lot of people, the trauma that a lot of people have at the hands of masculinity is those who are, we're going to talk in the terms of hyper and toxic masculinity. Um, and these are two ideas that where you feel like in order to compensate or to show your manliness, that means you have to have this very like large vibrato to yourself and like, you know, being this very, um, not egregious, but like just a very like large manner and like have to take up a lot of space and be the loudest person in the room and like let everyone know that I am man. Ha ha ha. So, and that because I'm a man, I can do whatever the hell I want. What's really interesting about what you are saying is that uh, mm-hmm. they're overcompensating because something that my theater teacher taught me in high school was that there is this alpha male complex 
And with this complex, mm. there is this need to feel like you are the sole proprietor of the land. You are the sole proprietor of Pride Rock. That like you are the one leading. And if someone feels the need to step out of line, then you immediately break their legs. So they understand that you will always be in charge. Um, and mm-hmm. with that, mm-hmm. there is this competitiveness. There is this aggressiveness. There is this yes. um, stubbornness that comes with those type of characteristics. Because again, like you said before, um, me pertaining myself as a masculine person, my characteristics may come off as soft and maybe may not, not be as masculine as someone else who may have more of that alpha male complex. And again, it's all about mm-hmm. perspective because something else that I wanted to say, which is why I was raising my finger, was that there are women who have masculine complexes and who have masculine characteristics. And there's nothing wrong with that because here's the thing. We live in a world where you have biological fathers who don't want to be fathers. So then it's up to the woman of the house to not only show that femininity, but also the masculinity for their child because their child depends on it. It doesn't matter if it's a same-sex couple or uh, a non-gender conforming couple. They need those different characteristics and they can find them but they have to have a template because again, what that child has seen from that male identifying figure is that, oh, I'm not wanted, I'm not needed, I'm discarded. So now when they are meeting other masculine Mm. identifying characteristics, that's what comes to their mind first. And that's not their fault, but that's the experience that they've had with a quote unquote characteristic of masculinity. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> like I don't know. No, it's okay because because I have I have more that I gotta say like, while you're collecting your thoughts. Go for like, it. Yes, I know for me because I love to to speak from a personal perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak from someone else's. Um, I for one, really, it wasn't until I got into like college where I really was understanding. And finding confidence in how I perceive myself to the world, because I was so used to I was so used to being in spaces where I wasn't deemed masculine or manly enough. Because I'm always singing, I love to like roll around and dance. I was I. I could befriend a girl quicker than I could a guy. Like I didn't really have a lot of guy friends until high school. I was bullied a lot. So it was, it was very hard for me to feel accepted in the group of guys, especially the manly, manly guys. Now, if it happens me from high school, they know that I was a floater. Like I could talk to anybody, but as far as feeling accepted, I felt more accepted by the girls. Than I did the guys, because again, the guys are like, oh, yeah, did you watch the football game? I'm over here talking about a musical. Like, it was different. And there wasn't anything to be ashamed of. But as you're having that cognitive development, there's something in you that's saying, no, this is kind of weird. Like, why Why can't I not connect with guys? Like, I look like them. We kind of have the same thing. Like, what? What? Like, why is it such a struggle? And it only was because there were certain characteristics that were displayed in them that weren't displayed in me. So a lot of times, the things that I didn't display that they did, that's what I got criticized over. Like my speaking voice. I still struggle with speaking in front of people sometimes because I immediately think I sound like a girl. 
And when I when when I say that to people, they're just like, no. But in my mind, I'm so used, and I completely go back to flashbacks mm-hmm. of being in like mm-hmm. intermediate school and someone being like, why do you talk like a girl? Like, why is your voice so high? And it's just like, well, number one, I'm a tenor, but also number two, like, it's just how my vocal folds develop. Like, I can't control that, but it's something that I still as a 24 year old struggle with because I immediately think it's someone judging my voice when I speak. Like I literally teach students now and I still in the back of my mind when I have a certain inflection of a sound or a certain word, I immediately think, are they going to think that I'm nervous? Or are they going to think, you know, something's wrong or if, you know, I'm more Mm. feminine and they can't really follow a feminine male. Like it's a thing. And it shouldn't, but because I've had certain experiences in spaces, this is what has become the product of it. So there are several things you said <laughs> in your share your experience that I want to hop in on. Let's first, can we talk a little more in this um, societal association of um, and entities that are necessarily associated with like being masculine you know you talked about the idea of sports let me go ahead and tell you honey growing up in my household when i say my father attempted let me get up in this mic my father attempted to put me in every sport known to man and i think so we talking about soccer basketball all that Tried it, tried it. Listen, flag football. Tried it. I was like, "What are y'all doing? Like, this is not golf. This is not me." We tried golf. We tried wow. tennis. We tried like, um, here. What other sport is there? I think the only reason because we lived in Georgia and there really wasn't no place for ice. I would have also attempted hockey. Did I'm pretty sure he would have broke my class. Oh, swimming. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because what's really funny is. Like, I remember um, I was the one that encouraged my parents to put me in karate. And they were like, you know what? We haven't tried that yet. Let's go for it. And I remember getting into karate. And, like, probably, like, two years in, I started doing theater. And I was like, Mom, this ain't it. This ain't it. I got to go. And when I tell you, them coaches tried their hardest to keep me there. I said, y'all are wasting your time, and I'm wasting my money. I got to get out of here. I got to get out. (laughs) Because I had no business. I had no business. I honestly, truly feel like the only reason that I took it because I saw they would put those little tapes on your belt when you would go to like red belt, yellow belt. I think that's really the only reason oh, because yeah. I watched Karate Kid too much as a child. I really thought I was going to do something. Yeah. And the first class that you take, they're like, this is for discipline. This isn't to defend yourself. Then why am I here? Why am I here? <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. I'm, I'm here to become the next bounty hunter. I want to be able to go in bars and break people's legs. It's as simple as that. I it's as simple as that. And I'm still pissed. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah, like it's it's this idea of like attaching like sports and attaching um you know this uh thing of denseness. This density. Almost not taking care of yourself. I mean dense niggas, okay? But can we also talk about this? I'm trying to say this unspoken but spoken lack of self-grooming when it comes to being a quote-unquote man because when I say 
these men out here be nasty. And I'm like, I need to pause right like, here to give a disclaimer. I need to give, I need to do a quick disclaimer. Three and one is not. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. If you come up to me and we are literally getting dressed for a show and you tell me that you are using three and one, I'm most likely I'm going to put. I'm most likely going to put a conditioner, a shampoo, and a soap in your opening night basket because it's foolery. It's foolery. Who taught you that? Also, Lurie. clean under your nails. Clean under Ooh, your nails. Like I understand, I understand that some of y'all are out here doing construction work and all that, but it don't make no sense that I'm literally at dinner and you're out here with my friends, who are your girlfriends, and they go to the bathroom, and I can't even look at you in the face because I'm staring at your nails. Because your nails are dirty. <laughs> They're dirty. They don't even look like fingers. They're dirty. Right. And then, like, I just feel bad for females because I just know what these niggas be attempting to do in the bedroom, and I'll be like, sis, okay, you gonna like, let him put that? But, like, even that, even that, have you ever noticed, which I know you have, Gabe, but have you ever noticed how, like, guys when they get in a really long-term relationship with a woman, their their fashion sense upgrades like five levels. Like they 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 don't because, look like bums honey, anymore. They I look say, like people on Wall Street. Because when I say the women out here be doing the Lord's work, this is Listen, why women are superior. Because when I like, say it takes the amount of patience to just sit there and have a nigga show up to your face consistently looking like garbage and be like, I got to see him for the potential. I'm seeing him for no. what I can get him to. No, no. Not if I go, if I'm ass. on a date, if I'm on a date and this prospective person comes in the room and they cannot dress and I'm always taking photos. I'm always taking photos. I'm always like this is for like a PSA for everybody. <laughs> Not just people I want to date, but this is for men, women, in between, in and out, all up and down. If you come to a date and you literally look like you just walked out of a box, a cardboard box on the side of the road, there's a lot of things to unpack. And y'all know I love unpacking things, but that I will not unpack. <laughs> I need you to know who you are. I need I need you to know your pant size, your shoe size, your shirt size. <laughs> if you don't know your dress size, if you come in here and you look like a pop tart that's been burnt, not a pop tart. Check, please. <laughs> when I say you have thirty seconds to a minute to sell me on your personality. Because that is going to be the only thing that will keep me. Because I'm that not table. extreme home makeover edition. I'm just not. I will. I never claimed that. I never claimed that. I, I'm not going to put a, a photo in front of your house and be like, "Move that photo, move that bus." I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Check, please. I mean, you like, just truly, to go. like, I just, I'm block like, me so literally block my number. Baffled. Goodbye. <laughs> But, like, I'm really just, like, so baffled about, because, like, guys really attach this thing of, like, if I take care of myself, I'm being feminine. Like, this, 
part of my language. Well, I don't know why I say part of my language. Y'all know I cuss on this podcast every other episode. But, like, they really be like, oh, no, that's for bitches or that's for faggots. And I use faggots with me being a faggot, okay? So hold your horses. But, like, and I'm just like, excuse you? You telling me that taking care of yourself, upkeeping yourself to so the highest standard. So hygiene is feminine? <laughs> hygiene is human Thank decency. You. Hygiene is human decency. Do y'all know the type of hell? Excuse me. Do y'all know the type of hell sitting on a bus or sitting on a flight? Let's take a flight. Let's say you're going, um, you know, to no, LA. Sitting in a room now, you're, of you're musty the- niggas. You're on a flight. You're on a flight. And and it's not no American Airlines. It's not no Delta. You own Spirit Airlines. This person is literally elbow to elbow beside you. Oh, and you can tell they have not showered in two days. It's gross. You literally are gagging because you're oh, breathing God. the same air that they're breathing. <laughs> and then they have the nerve to be like, oh, it's hot in here. You need a bath. You need a full bath. They need to come out, <laughs> bathe in oils, and then go take another shower. Right. It's gross. Like, they really be out here, like, from the character of That's So Raven, Stinky Ben, Stinky Ben, whatever his name is. Yo, his name is Stinky like, Ben. Like, you, and you okay? And you okay walking around the earth like that? Foolery. You telling me monkeys, everything, all the other species care more about their hygiene than you, and nigga, you got access to running water on demand? Listen, even the monkeys know that Take the bugs out of their hair and eat them. They even have hygiene. Thank you. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Like, I just really, like, masculinity, like, just really, like, baffles me. And then, shit, what else? There was something else you had brought up, Divine, that I wanted to talk about. Um, We talked about sports, but then... It was about voice, about speaking have- like a girl. Yes, or I think it was something along those lines, but like I think I'll eventually get to my point. But thank you. So, like, also just this idea of um, how you are supposed to. I feel like when it comes to being masculine, like there's no. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's going you on? Have how to, you doing? Have to be. I was finna say, like, you gotta be down here. And, like, you know, oh, you gotta macho. be like. Oh, it's for show, babe. For macho. Show, for show. You, you can't put together a complete sentence with a subject and a predicate. Um, Talk about it! <laughs> Talk about it. Like, like, it's crazy. I thought it was just me, babe. Like, like you literally are, like, sitting at dinner. Like, y'all, <laughs> like, I remember being in college and, like, being the third wheel on a lot of my friends' dates because I don't really be dating out here in these streets. Nobody likes me. It's fine. So, like, right. I have Goodbye. literally been at dinner and, like, my friend goes to the bathroom. And I'm, like, having a, trying to have a conversation with, like, their prospective person. I'm like, oh, like, you know, so what are you in school for? Uh, You know, um, uh, you know, I'm just, like, undecided right now. Criminal uh, justice. Uh, maybe, like, hell science. I don't know. And it's just, like, do you can you really like did you miss hooked on phonics? Like did you miss that part of your development? Because I literally don't understand that like you cannot say and like form a sentence without like long pauses or without like saying you know or yeah or uh-huh like the groaning of it all. 
You are not an ape. Stop groaning. Unless I ask you to groan, don't groan. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming. But no, like, that's just really, like, it's... Because what's also funny is society has put this idea of masculinity, like, not only associating with certain things, like, you have to associate, like, your likes have to be sports, beer, women, and all these other kind of stuff, but then it's also, like, these physical traits, you know, and, like, these physical traits I gotta come with. Like, it's either one or two options. It's either I gotta have six-pack abs or I gotta be a bear. But anything in between is... What am I? If I'm not looking strong by either way of my weight or my physique, then I am. Oh, you out here doing that gay shit, huh? So, since since we're since we're unpacking, you know, likes and dislikes, I also want to bring this up as well. Um, I also feel like with masculinity it's almost as if men tend to overlook their emotions as well because they feel like that's also a very feminine thing and whoa 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 whoa, whoa. let's make sure because you know once we go into this topic kind of there is <laughs> oh there's no going back there's no going back. because because there's it's a two-sided fold uh, hearts and minds. It is. clear listen breathe if you are listening pause and breathe i'm gonna give you a second It's so important okay. that not only are you expressing yourself, but you also are taking inventory of the excess weight you have carried. Because so many times, um, I'll just speak from my personal experience. Like there's so many of my brothers that like I have seen go through so much and have they reached out. Had they sought out a therapist, had they Mm-mm. called their girlfriend and said, actually, this is how this made me feel, but instead digested it because they thought it made them look unmanly. And again, the reason that I say that is because women, if your man is saying, hey, I don't feel good or hey, that didn't make me feel good. Let them communicate what they're trying to say. Because again, like Thank I had, you. I had a friend, they, they, I asked them, you know, what did, what does like a man look like for you? Um, and they said like strength provider, assertive, dominant, like muscles. And I'm just like, okay, cool. But like, also like realize that like when you're lifting weights, there's a part of that process where your muscles strain, your muscles are continually growing. So there's going to be a mm. soreness and our emotions get sore. So, like, at the end of the day, you have to take a moment for your man to be like, hey, let me check in with you. You check in with me so much, but let me see how you're doing. Let me make sure that you're where, where you need to be. Because guess what? Yes. Like, I remember when my mom, she used to always say to me all the time, you're so pissy. But guys, PMS, like, we may not do it the way women do it, but we have those days where we're like, hey, I need a minute. I need a day. I need to just hang out at home for today. Because, again, that isn't a masculine or feminine thing it's a human thing Mm. and i'm just i'm so tired of seeing 
my brothers out here who are like working, who are grinding, who are doing what they need to do, but they're not taking the self inventory that they need to take. And I'm telling you, anxiety and depression will send you to the grave quicker than a heartbreak or and quicker than you losing a job. Because if you're not taking that inventory for yourself and for yourself alone, you're not going to enjoy the things that, that you want to do and that you embark on. You literally got the job of your dreams and you out here sad, like sad. And again, you going to a therapist isn't going to make that sadness go away with the blink of an eye. But at the same time, it's giving you the tools and the resources to effectively communicate what you are feeling. Because again, I'm not no mind reader. I can't read your mind. You have to open up your mouth because what I said at the beginning, out of your mouth, the heart speaks. Let your heart speak. Stop trying to guard it so much. Y'all out here building a whole wall and the wall about to completely crush you under it. Get into that self-love. Be healed. If anything else, be healed. Stop there. Stop there. And please, I ask, I beg of you to please be healed before you go bring children into this world. Because when you now have an offspring and don't let it be a male offspring and you go and teach that young boy to literally guard himself off from life because that's what half of like I feel like especially when it comes to the black community like being a man or being masculine is literally guarding yourself like it's always this idea of me versus the world and that I can't have nobody else help except my own. It is my singular cross to bear. Yes, friend. Since you took it there, I'm going to take it further. Let's go to church a little bit. I know (laughs) a lot of times I hear the older generation talk about generational curses. A lot of that is literally proponent to our our parents and the parents before them because there was an emotional trauma that they didn't take care of that they didn't look into and dissect so therefore they literally passed it on to their children and their children pass it on to their grandchildren and their grandchildren pass it on to their children and we all are literally looking at each other from opposite jail cells trying to figure out how we got here how we got here And again, we love to think about the circumstances that we were put in, but sometimes we put our own selves in those places. We put our own offspring in those places. So again, get healed. Get healed. Don't be out here literally sleeping with people that you don't intend on having long-term relationships with. Again, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But realize, realize there's a soul tie that's going into that. Therefore, if they end up having a child and they're trying to figure out why their child is doing certain things or they feel to put on this front for no reason, it might be from some soul tie that they they done forgot about. And again, this is a completely different conversation. But again, at the end of the day, like we have to make sure we are healing oneself first before we bring a significant other into this picture, before we bring a child into the picture, before we make a long-term decision, get healed. Your life depends on it. The connections that you have with other people depend on it. Your success depends on it. Stop looking at these gender-specific 
characteristics as something that is going to be life altering. If you're like, oh yeah, maybe as a man, I don't like playing sports. That's okay. I've met other men who literally hate sitting at baseball games, who hate sitting at football games. They can't stand it. And then I've met women who can have longer conversations about basketball games than men can. Period. It's not rocket science. Be you. Own that. Like, truly, like, (laughs) just allow yourself. I was having a conversation with a friend a while back, you know, about, because we was talking about how I've recently, like, ever since, I think it's been about a year now, I want to say, either late last year or um, a little earlier than that. But I started to get my nails done and get my nails painted. Um, And like, it's just funny, like how my painting my nails or getting my nails done has like brought up a conversation about just, you know, what does that mean for me? You know, why are you doing it? Like all that kind of stuff, you know, and like just, I guess seeing where people like fall into or like how it falls into this idea of like me and my masculinity um keyword i said me and my masculinity because according to tabitha brown it's my business my masculinity is my business but moving on so (laughs) so i say all of that you know because i was um in the conversation with them you know i was telling them i'm like i feel like we get so wrapped up in this idea of all these things, all these entities, nail painting, fashion, you know, um, just the simplest of things like crying at a fucking movie. Like we have associated all these things to masculinity or effeminacy and then even furthermore attach that to a certain gender. When I told her, I was like, it is perfectly okay you know, I was like, if your boyfriend decides to go get his nails done and he wouldn't throw a color on there, what's wrong with that? That means, it means nothing less. That man is still coming home to you. And you know what? I bet he, he would still break your back the way he want to with his nails done. Like, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about how these things really mean nothing. These are just nothing but forms of self-expression of how people wanted to just walk with, walk through the world. Go ahead, friend. I would rather my girlfriend come up to me and say, hey, I want to cut off my hair and get a fade like you. I'd rather her do that because guess what? That's more time that we're spending together outside of the home than her tell me, oh, I'm going to get my hair done. Mm. And she goes and meets somebody else who can appreciate her for wanting to get that fade. And now she in a whole entanglement because now she's getting the appreciation and she's getting the respect that she could have been getting from me. But because I was so stubborn and what I viewed my woman to be, then I ain't got no woman at all. I'm going home to an empty bed because she literally out here lollygallying with her short haircut with a man who literally gets his, his hands painted, his fingers painted. And nothing wrong with it. Expression is expression. Stop putting a gender on it. Hello. Run that back, Turbo. Run that back one more time. Expression is expression. Stop putting a gender on it. I'll give you a perfect example. I remember one time. That's it. This was, I think I was in like middle That's school. It. 
I remember I was I remember asking my mom if she would take me to um the movies to go see the last song. Now, if anybody remembers the movie The Last Song, Molly Cyrus was in it. She played a little she played a young okay, woman. Okay, I was gonna say that was Molly Cyrus. Yes, yeah. she played a young woman who went to like the beach where her dad was staying because her mother and father had split up and she was supposed to be with her father and her brother for the summer. She finds out her, her, her father has cancer and he, sorry, spoiler alert, he passes. Now, I did not know the movie was going to take me there. I should have known because the director <laughs> of The Notebook also directed this film. I didn't know. Ooh. Tell me why my mother is literally having to dig through her purse to find napkins because I'm, I'm like weeping in this, in this, <laughs> audience like i'm weeping at the movie theater like people are literally turning around to look at me the people on the row beside us are like staring at me <laughs> and like the credits are going up and i'm still crying like i had to leave i had to leave the theater dry my face <laughs> calm down and then come back into the theater and be like okay i'm ready to go and she literally was like are you okay like now mind you <laughs> mind you i've seen my mother cry maybe selectively on one hand but she has seen me cry more than on one hand because i'm a very emotional person like anyone who who has my phone number in their phone will tell you like i cry at anything i've gotten better at, y'all at the drop I've of a dime better <laughs> but i literally have caught gabriel terry like at two in the morning watching a tv show in tears 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 like and do you need that chocolate bar? So again, it's different for me. And then what's crazy is I've met women who literally like, like their boyfriends talk to me about how they literally are pulling, like trying to get their, their partner to like communicate what's going on because they, they're, they're not emotional that way. Like they won't argue. They won't show when they're happy. They won't show when they're upset. They're just very monotone. And so they come in to talk to me and they're like, yo, like, like, what am I supposed to do? Because like, I just don't, like, I don't know if they're like appreciative. I don't know if they're not. I don't know if they hate what I'm doing. Like, they're just not, sh- they're not giving me an emotional response that I'm used to. So again, expression is expression. Like, like it's, there's nothing, there's nothing within your soul that is broken. I'll say it like that. There's nothing within your spirit Ooh, um, that is a defect that is, um, broken misconstrued um that was enabled the wrong way like we all are different beings we all literally respond to the trauma that we've gone through through the life that we have walked through so again for some people they find peace they find art in football they love watching people run into each other i think it's very stupid but also at the same time i love watching hockey like i love watching people literally get their teeth like punched out of their face i think it's incredible but i also so aggressive (laughs) no and see that's the thing it's just like just as much as i am like emotional i'm also very much like a rager like if you ask to fight me most most nine times out of ten i will probably fight you back and won't need a reason (laughs) like i have like you can ask gabe there have been plenty of times that he's been like oh yeah i'm I'm, this is the guy that i'm thinking about seeing i'm like if you hurt my friend i literally will like bury you and they will not find the body allegedly i don't do that i'm i love the lord um but again again like you know screaming there have been people who have met me before and they've been like 
they've been like, so what, like, what's, like, what's your vibe? Like, what are you? And I'm just like, what do you mean what I am? I'm a human. I don't need to explain myself Not to you. I don't need to explain I? Uh, why I look at things. Not what I am at. I? Listen, like, I, ha- I literally have had, like, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. So, um, at a recreational center that I work at, a lot of times the kids will ask me if I'm married because they know I'm a little bit more older than some of the other coworkers. So they'd be like, do you have a girlfriend? I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, mm. well, do you have a boyfriend? I'd be like, no. And then they'd be like, okay, well, are you like seeing anybody? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, what's wrong with you? That's, that's... I just want to talk about... <laughs> but can we also just talk about... Children are some of the nosiest... Excuse my language. Motherfuckers, you will ever meet in your motherfucking life. <laughs> they don't know no better, but I love it though because I mean I love a person that doesn't have a filter, and it's so funny to me you because know, I have so literally had more conversations with my little girls about not equating their success to a man than I have about them just being successful. Period. Because like again, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like if you're not married, you're not married. But again, you being successful is your own accord. When you get that degree, it's under your name, not your husband's. So again, thank you. Thank again, you. like so. If you want to make work, big moves on your own, make big moves. Be about your work, but like That's I mean, it. again, like I remember when I first started working during summer camp and stuff. Like I remember having to grow a thick skin really quickly because like the kids would be like, "Why do you talk like a girl?" I'm just like, well, why do you think I sound like a girl? Why do you look like a skunk? And they'd be like, well, that's rude. I'm like, well, what do you think what you just said to me was? It wasn't nice. I was like, but also, too, you check them little kids. Listen, but like I told them before, I was like, even if even if I say you look like a skunk and you feel like you look like a flamingo, then you'd be the best best flamingo you ever been. But also, if you know you look like a skunk, you better be the best looking skunk you ever was. Best looking because skunk. again, it's Hello. about how you perceive yourself, not about what other people perceive you to be. That's never going to be the case. If you walk throughout your life literally trying to please everyone you come in contact with, you're literally going to be six feet under. So, again, in two seconds, find what works for you. And if you still like can't find it or you still don't feel at peace, then again. You probably also need to seek out a therapist because that's also important. Mental health is important. It's important. Like, literally stop walking around upset because people are living their lives authentically. Authentic. Oh, I can't speak. Say the word for me. Authentically. Thank you. They doing that and you mad because you can't find it. You can't find that inner peace. For what? So now you mad and now you are... um, deflecting all that negative energy that you feel within yourself to other people because you want people to feel just as bad as you feel when you go to bed at night. One more thing. If you are literally, if you are a person to where you wake up and you're not content with what you see or the life that you have around you, change it. Change it. Come on now. Change it. Stop walking around here mopey. Life is too short. Life is too precious. Get healed and get to work. I'm done. Apparently, I had a lot to say tonight. Lord help me. I'm sorry, y'all. It is okay. I mean, but like that's truly just... That's the sentiment of it all. And like what I really love about how I'm coming into myself a little bit more... um, 
is because with me working, teaching dance to children, and when they encounter me, you know, they see the nails, they may seem a little like flamboyant, like whatever the case may be. But then, you know, and I always get the, so why do you paint your nails? Because I want to. Well, isn't like painting nails for girls? Who said it was? Who said Have they asked you be? about your clothing? Because you they ask me about my clothing all the time. Well, because I don't like, I'm always in sweats. That's true. You always in sweats. For like, so, you know, I don't get a chance to pull out a fit. For Listen, them. I dare you but, to go in there one day with a pink jogger on. When I tell you, I thought my boys in my group were going to put me on a cross. I came into <laughs> work one day. Listen, I came into work one day with some pink joggers and they were like, what are you wearing? And I was like, clothes? What are you doing? Why are you looking stupid? And then they were like, they were like, well, they were like, pink is for girls. I said, everybody sit down. I said, why are we associating it, colors it with certain things? becomes a You try to tell me that if NASCAR invited you to come drive a car and it was pink, you wouldn't drive it? Because it was pink? You get an opportunity of a lifetime, but you're not going to be a part because it's a color you don't associate with? Please. I was like, do you think it's wrong for a girl to sign up for football? And someone was like, yeah. I said, why? Because you think she can play better than you? And they Ooh, began to be silent. On. Because again, <laughs> again, be about your own stuff. So what did I do the next week? I came in with pink joggers and a pink sweater. I said, y'all like my outfit? Yes, dope. Exactly. Thank you. And that's all that you need to know. Please understand. Because also what I'll quit to be reminding them children, I will dance circles around you. I will dance. Blindfolded. I mean, Hands and still hit every broom my back. And still give the people a performance. Eating whatever little choreography you do it. Like, <laughs> so I'm confused. Like, and that's what I think it also just reminds them, you know, not just to feel like this idea that I'm like, I'm being arrogant about my talent, but it's really just more once they really learned that like, you can do what you want to do and be secured in it and still fuck up your shit, whatever the shit that you want to fuck up. You can do that. No one is stopping you from being the best damn whatever it is and you expressing yourself to walking in your full authenticity. Go ahead. So to highlight what you just said, for the people who are taking notes, I hear in the building. Um, mm-hmm. It's important to be a professional at your personal expression. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm going to use this example from all the times of being in public school of people tell me that, you know, I talk like a girl or uh, I act too girly. um, I should have more guy friends. Guess what happened when I got to college? All of my guy friends were talking to me to figure out advice of how to communicate better with my friends who they wanted to date. So all that time, while they were literally out here, googly-eyed, not learning what they needed to learn in their classes because they were too busy worried about how big their abs look, I was actually listening no, uh, to... Uh, 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 uh. 
you go ahead subtract abs you know what you meant to say say what you meant to say sir say what you meant to say <laughs> since some of y'all decided to be googly eyed and just stare at a bunch of ass all day i was actually listening to their heart intent and understanding what they were looking for in men what they mm-hmm. were expecting from from their perspective man so therefore when i got to college and they were like, oh, yeah, I think so-and-so is cute. Okay, well, she won't da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da do that. Man, how you know all this stuff? Because I listen. I listen. Y'all I so worried about looking feminine and looking gay. Just listen. Because he, he, I, I, I will tell you this. The most attractive characteristic is someone who is literally in their own, who, are, who have their, their blinders on. That's it. That's, That's it. it for me. I'm trying to get into somebody bad. Be because completely confident. Remove the blindness because I need you to be aware of your surroundings. But be full of you and be in your own, stand in your own shit. I mean, and that's just that on that. But I think we have. Oh, also, can we say we ain't got to go into this, uh, but it just came to mind. I need us to stop associating narcissism with masculinity. Okay, bye. Moving on. So, if you know <laughs> what I know. Because <laughs> some of y'all really be walking around here thinking with this idea of masculinity masculinity and that you portray masculinity that it's okay for you to be a whole narcissistic asshole like my nigga ain't no one stating you that bad the Don't way you just care. like entered into the chat room of my brain and make oh sure oh my gosh like <laughs> ooh because ooh. i think some of y'all are like well, how do I know if I'm... Let me... Mm-hmm. Narcissism. I want to read you the definition so you know what narcissism looks like for you. So narcissism is the pursuit of gratification from vanity or egotistic admiration of one idealized self-image and attributes. Personality qualities include thinking very highly of oneself, needing admiration, Believing others are inferior and lacking empathies for others. You know what my pastor said? He said that when it comes to ego, it's literally edging God out. That's what it is. And so again, because you're trying to fill yourself of you, like, like there's a whole spirit inside of you, and when it comes to being a narcissist, you are literally throwing that spirit out and saying it's just about me. I am the main character, honey. There's a bunch. Of supporting around you, and they need you. <laughs> be a featured. Don't be a main. Be a featured. In a world of main characters, be a featured. Because guess what? And sometimes even step down to the ensemble. Ensemble. Sometimes step down to an ensemble role. <laughs> Learn. Because listen, the main so, character always has I had to, to throw do that out there. all the work. Oh, 
all of the work. When you're, because when you're ensemble, there's more opportunities. Ooh. Come Be on healed. Now. Do the work. So let's go ahead and move right on. Shall we go ahead and um, crank up this oven and put it on 350 real quick? 350. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, guys. So what are you what you want to put heat on this episode? What art are you consuming, friend? Oh my goodness. Um, y'all, please don't judge me. Okay. So I didn't realize Alex Monet like like put out a whole album in August. I missed I missed all of her stuff. Um Wait, she, who was this? Okay, so she did a feature with Ariana Grande. I forgot what song it was, but her name's Alex. It's spelled Alex Alex Monette, but I think she pronounces it Monet. But you know how I am with names. So we probably have to fact check that. Um, okay. But Sis came out with an album called Jaguar. Bruh, like it's so good. Like it's stupid. Like, are you talking about Victoria Monet? I thought her name was, oh, hold on. Y'all get this man <laughs> off this I told you, you know how I am with names. Hold on, let me fact check. Let me fact check. Because the minute that you said Monet, Mo, I said, wait. No, I her name is definitely Victoria. In my mind, I, I named her Alex. <laughs> I sure did. I said, Alex is singing. That's why I know I can't be high. Because I would, I literally would be somewhere lost. They'd be like, what is your name? Bob? But on your idea, Sister Brian. I thought my name was Bob. Wow. Yes, her name is Victoria Monet. I am so sorry. <laughs> Monet, 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 Victoria Monet. But sis sings like it's she stupid. Does. She very much it's, does. It's stupid. Like her song "Moment" is so come on good. Um, I love, I come love, on. I love, I love her. I love her sound. She's a person that's not whispering when she sings. You can tell she grew up in the church. Um, also, we don't do um, none of that whisper listen, we hate the whisper. Don't whisper to me. The only person who needs to whisper to me is Jesus when he speaks to me. I need you to yell at me. Squall. Honestly. Um, God I want the full throat. Okay. Warm. Lubricator. <laughs> Um, okay, and you know my next one. Y'all, I have been on this shameless kick. I've been trying to Come catch on. up. When I tell you I'm stressed out, but also it's some of the best storytelling that I've seen in television. Like, ever. Ever. Like, it's stupid. Like, shameless is good. Shameless is so good. Like, I think the but reason like, that I didn't watch it beforehand was because I kept seeing the pictures of all them white people. But them white people are yes. performing. They're doing a great job. No. Shout out to my white Giving people. their good acting. Like, they're giving, giving their good acting. Because, you know, you've heard me say this before time and time again. Like, Debbie Gallagher, the way she'll just sit in and cry. I said, she deserves all the water, all the fruit. Because I know she'd be going home dehydrated. Because when her face get all puffy and red, you know, you know she is about to give you a performance of a lifetime. Her and then her sister Fiona. Because Fiona, her, like, see, it looked like she eats a, a lemon and then she just squeeze up and then she just, and then she just shake it off. <laughs> I said, wow, wow. Did they not see me in college? Because I literally would do the same thing. 
Can't cry. Not until 1030. <gasps> My thing with them is that just imagining having to do those scenes on the top of like top of day of shoot. Like you walking onto set having to <laughs> ball your ass out. I would hate it. I would hate it. And then you got to spend like the next two hours trying to get your shit like back so you can go and do the rest of the scene. So your face don't look puffy the rest of the shoot. <laughs> like, uh, I would truly hate it. Okay. For me, I want to put some fire under our gut sis, Riley. Yeah. If you don't know her, she also goes by the name of Amber Riley. Um, Come on. Like... Her EP, self-titled EP, um, is out now. Riley, Wait, go get it. Go stream it. Off the, uh, favorite song? Shit. It's between... It's between temporary and a moment for me. A moment is one of those it special is. songs. It's one of those special songs that are is gonna be there. Like that like people are gonna be like, Yeah, you listen to Riley. Oh yeah, a moment just took me somewhere. Um like I, I thought really about like... actually Go ahead. No, I was like, I thought about actually giving a moment because I got some choreography I had to do coming up for some of the children. So I thought about giving a moment to this small group that I got a choreograph for. Girl. They would got But I said up. They would gobble. That song would eat them up. I don't think if they would eat the song up. <laughs> that song would eat them up. Out. Like. Um, I really like <laughs> Temporary too. Um, but I also like Ride because it's a little thottyish, mm-hmm. little thottish. Mm-hmm. So we need that sometimes. We need that 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 music to remind us. Um, because she truly gave us like. All of our things, like she gave me a nice little cheek clapper, you know, with ride, like hood living. I'm like, okay. And also, if you have not yet watched her perform the whole EP on the Terrell show, you're missing out. You need to go do that now. Because again, right, right Riley now. also deserves her things. You cannot go to London as well and flat out sing Effie's part. Your face off. Every night, and then and get an Oliver, and then get an Oliver Award for it. She said, "Now watch me Which go is back the British to America." Equivalent to a Tony, for those who don't know. But yes, I I enjoy her. Anything else? Oh, and lastly, you need to get into our boy Duran Bernard and get into that whole album, starting with mixed and ending with summons. I mean, from beginning to end. That's some new music for you. I really want to sing one of his songs, but but this internet is vile, and I don't want to. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Because you know he's looking at everybody's covers. As listen, period. And like he has tweeted about them and all that kind of stuff. But again, do not be surprised if you hear a version of "Relocate" from me. That's all I'm gonna say. Dick so good, make a bitch relocate. Like Skipping that is over a, several states. <laughs> that coming up and brought my way. Line never thought I could say. Never thought I could say beyond him, beyond him. Like he will pass, and they literally will be at his funeral. Will be like y'all. 
He reminded us that dick, dick was so, so good. good. Like, <laughs> I would never, like, I would never sit in a studio and, like, write that down and think, oh, yeah, that's going on the record. Like, Y'all, his mind. See, his you, mind. You would try to like flower up, give a nice. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would try to do like a cute little right. euphemism, but no, he was like, we just gonna <laughs> say it. But even he talked about how he was like, yeah, we meant to change it, but like, it just didn't feel the same. But like, again, you, when what it, else can you say? Dick's so good. <laughs> like, I have also met people who have moved different <laughs> states because the dick was so good. <laughs> <laughs> That, like, it's just, like, sorry, because, you know, I'm a big music head. Like, listening yes, to an album on. where not only you get good lyrical content, but you get nuanced vocals, and then on top of that, they're giving you, like, hello, layered vocal and BGVs, and they are themselves singing the BGVs. It's a whole masterclass. Like, you don't, like, ugh, like, there's just... There's a lot going on. Like, if I were to ever teach a so class much. on like layering BGV vocals, that album would be in the syllabus, just like Donna Lawrence, just like Kurt Franklin, just like Prince. Like, and let's put Michael Jackson up in there because he deserves it as well. Like, there are people who go into the studio and they're like, I don't need nobody because I can just do it myself, and it's still going to be of quality. I was it's, it's not going to make me sound dusty or raspy. Like, you're going to get a good vocal. Like, I was like, do you know how pissed I was when I went and I looked at um, it was Beat It and um, Human Nature, and they were like, Oh, yeah, he did all the background for Human Nature. I was like, I was like, Excuse me, and then on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, when he did Human Nature, the first time that he sang it through, that was the take they wanted to take, but he was like, Oh, no, I want to keep singing it. Because he goes for perfection. Now they got what they needed. They got what they needed. It was a where do broken hearts go moment in the studio. But he was like, no, I want to keep working. Because he is the Beyonce type where he is going into the studio from sundown to sundown. And that's the type of content I want to see. Sorry. Clearly we need to do a music episode because I can go on for hours. We should. We, We can. But so, I just have a I have a full respect for Duran, like, bruh. Work with me, please. Anyway, no, continue. I mean, like, that's just really it. Like, y'all, these people are talented. We're not talking about your ruggly, smuggly, dusty ass Taylor Swift's here. I'm in the bathroom. And yes, I said her name. And if one of y'all, what does she call her friends? The Swifties, T Swizzles, got something to say. Take it up with your leader, okay? And tell her to send me some real vocals. And then I didn't know I what will. I didn't know what you call them. I just call them rattlesnakes. <laughs> but as Sis Swift says, the haters are in truly gonna hate. So you just they gotta are. shake them off. You gotta shake them off. Like I just. Mm-mm. But anywho, you know, as we got to do, as we get ready to head out throughout this podcast, we hope this is a time of what? Elevation. And meditation. What? Revelation. And what? A moment revelation. Of meditation. 
Say that one more time, friend. <laughs> no, I didn't know you were talking. I thought you wanted me to do the whole thing. But I think I said it wrong anyway. Oh. It's okay, because I got it pulled up. So I got you, friend. I got you. But I anyway, know it because I came know. up with it. You did. <laughs> this, this is here. Your Again, this is exactly <laughs> why you will never see DeBron Johnson high. Because I can barely keep the mundane, like, sober-minded. Oh, God. Oh, but y'all know what we like to say. Y'all go be blessed, be breezy, take care of yourselves, stay alive for those who and are black. And go register. Black. Go register to V-O-T-E. Vote this hot dog, this Cheeto, this Tigrant, this fascist, this non-necessary person of a president out of office. Because if we give him four more years, the civil war that's going to happen. The fascist country we are going to be subjected to. And he's damn near going to have a dictatorship. And what? Y'all hoes will let him. And we'll have a modern day Hitler. And then we'll all be sitting here shook. Shook that we have literally led a Hitler on the loose. And if you think that's extreme, you know where to be in November 8th. Thank you. Bye. Bye, y'all.